0: Jay and I back on Trey Talk, hosted by Glass Guys on the YouTube channel, and today I want your opinion on the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swiftie phenomenon that is basically taking the internet hostage. Ooh! And so the first thing I want to ask you is the over under. Oh, that's easy. I mean, is this is this a fairy tale wedding? long lasting relationship or is this kind of more of a one night stand
1: this to me is another one of those high-profile celebrity relationships which I see I give a, a line of about eight and a half months and I'm picking the under on that
0: <laughs> okay so you're the market maker you've set the <laughs> you've set the market at eight and a half and you don't think
1: wait so am I the house do I you're the house. house money you could I like it
0: but what you will have is you'll have video footage if you're uh, right, that we could put this out there of, you know, you're the modern day Kresgen, basically.
1: I got you. I was wondering what kind of video footage you were talking about.
0: Well, I will say, if you happen to have any footage like that, that if we were looking to bump up our social <laughs> media profiles, putting out a sex tape isn't a bad idea. Now, I'm not saying of us, but if you have your own sex tape, uh, it wouldn't be a bad idea to put it out there. Look at Kim Kardashian.
1: I wasn't thinking of myself. I was thinking of, like, the whole Tay-Tay and
0: oh, Travis, oh Kelsey. You think they might have a take? I
1: don't know. I don't know what you were implying.
0: Okay. So just but, to make the record clear, you and your significant other do not have a sex date.
1: Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: All righty then.
1: Unless okay. there's some nanny cams in the house somewhere.
0: So let's just unpack what's happening with the Kelsey Swifty from a business standpoint because we're Trade Talks here. Who's benefit who stands to benefit more in your opinion between the Kelsey and Taylor Swift brands or the NFL?
1: Well, it's interesting that you ask that because I feel there's really four areas that that a certain person or organization could benefit from this. Because you have of course the two individuals, each of them can benefit. I would argue that Taylor and even Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey is at the top of his profession, but he, as far as a uh, mainstream type of star, I mean, you see all these, these kids had no clue who he was, even though he's the best tight end in the league right now. Taylor herself, she's an international superstar. So she's, I would say, stands to benefit the least, but you have those two. And then of course you have the juggernaut that's the NFL, which immediately people are saying, oh, the NFL set this up. This is a marketing ploy, which it's an interesting conspiracy theory.
0: God, I wish we had some tin hats. We need to make a couple tin hats for the segments like this. (laughs) Because, like, what people are insinuating is someone from the NFL said, hey, let's get her and him in the same – I just don't think it happens that way. Yeah. Now now they can pour gasoline on the fire by showcasing them in a positive way and making the inference that they're an item, which it appears that they were. I mean, he's – She's with his mother. Yeah. You know, um, usually when you introduce, you know, a female with your mother, there there's usually a little bit more to unpack there.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Yeah. Maybe because he was packing something.
1: That's something to check the video on. (laughs) Okay. You can do that.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'll watch anything.
1: (laughs) So obviously there's there's the NFL. They, They I mean, it's huge because they're gaining viewership from young kids. Young girls, especially—I I think you and I talked a little bit. You—you you actually even talked to Maisie, my my eight-year-old. And uh, what did she tell you?
0: It was two Thursdays ago. I says, "Hey Maisie, what are you doing today?" she's like, "I'm going to watch a football game." And I'm like, "This is an eight-year-old girl's telling me she's going home to watch a football game." I forgot there was even a game on.
1: Yeah. Now here I am thinking, "Oh, daddy's girl."
0: Yeah. And then I go. So are you watching the game? Who's playing? She goes, the Kansas City Chiefs and Travis Kelsey. I says, are you watching the game to watch the Chiefs? Or are you watching the game for – and before I could even say Taylor Swift, you could already watch her lips moving like she was about to say Taylor. And that really showed to me that, wow, the NFL is really opening its market share by really highlighting this Swifty phenomenon thing by bringing in a lot more viewers, possibly bringing football families closer together because now maybe they're watching more football together because the girls normally weren't watching, but now they're watching. There's a lot of angles on this.
1: You're right, and I, I also think it brings in a lot more of the female demographic as well, like in terms of the mothers that, that may have been out doing something otherwise on Sundays with their young daughters who weren't watching football or, or even their sons maybe. Um, but now, because the little ones are interested in it, and and I say little ones, I mean it's it's little all the way up through the teens and twenties, right? But the now the the mother has a an incentive maybe to put eyes on it and, and see what the NFL is all about. Um, so that that's a big part of it. And then one of the main reasons we know about this whole thing is you're constantly seeing Taylor on camera, no matter what. I mean, the the one game you were talking about, uh, actually. I last week's game. Okay, last week's game was on Amazon, and Al Michaels. Oh, that's right. Made mention that they they weren't going to do that. You know, constantly showing.
0: No, no. Add a little more context. Al Michaels came out before the game. That's on, right. On yes. social media, or was it during uh, the broadcast?
1: I I think it was just whispers through the media. Um.
0: But it was a quote from him. Yes, we are not going to be fawning. Taylor Swift through this broadcast. This is a football game, and that's what it's going to be. It's not an interview or showcase of Taylor Swift, right? And what happened once the game started?
1: Well, I'd like to tell you what happened before the game started <laughs> because it was pregame, and they were already showing her.
0: Who really has the call on that? Is it the NFL or is it the the net the TV network that buys the rights to the NFL broadcast?
1: Well, that's an interesting scenario because you've got. The NFL, who could, and I'm just saying could, could be saying, hey, you you need to keep showing this. This is doing well for us. Um, Or you could have the producer in the truck who's saying... For the networks. For the networks. And this is where the networks would gain. The producer saying, hey, uh, we haven't shown her in three minutes. Let's show her again. Oh, look, there she is hugging Brittany Mahomes. You know, there's there's so many different angles and so many different people that can benefit from this.
0: I think the networks benefit the most... Because if indeed the Taylor Swift phenomenon is bringing more viewership to those games, that means there's more eyeballs watching the TV, which means the advertising dollars might go up because there's more. I think advertising is paid based on viewership. And if the viewership is a lot more, they're going to fetch more money. So they would kind of have a biased thing to say, Fucking keep plastering her all over the camera as many times as you can. Because she's keeping the eyeballs here more so than the two, uh, you know, in my opinion, shitty football teams. So I think the network stands to benefit the most out of everybody. But as a percentage point, I think you'd see more of a bump for like Travis Kelsey who's probably going to get the biggest percentage bump because he's at the bottom of the barrel compared to all these.
1: Well, that's that's another thing. So, I mean, I don't know when this was filmed or even conceived. But all of a sudden, Travis Kelsey, again, who was number one tight end in football, not taking anything away from that. He was someone before she was there. But now he's Mr. Pfizer.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And whether you like that name or not, the fact that it's in the media, you got all different genres of people commenting on this, hating on him, loving on him, whatever the case may be, he's getting the attention. And so these potential collaborations – You know, you can look at it bad. You can also look at it good. I mean, it's good for the advertisers. It's obviously good for a lot of the viewers. It's not really taking away from the football. It's taking away from the color commentating of the football by filling her in. It's one game out of all of them once a week. And then, of course, the network with their advertisers being able to um, stand to gain from the advertising. Let's use this as a segue to talk about how local businesses can possibly – stand to collaborate with other businesses that might not on the face look like two companies that should be fitting together. We've talked about this on camera with, uh, you know, in our industry, we do a lot of skilled trade stuff. In particular, we drill a lot of holes, whether it's in concrete, tile, porcelain, quartz, granite, glass tiles, and we buy a lot of drill bits. Are you aware of a manufacturing company that's extremely high grade precise maybe medical in southwest florida that might already be making stuff very close to what it is that we're looking for
1: i mean i think medically we look at a company like arthrex who they're they're making all sorts of parts to
0: at a high level and by the way a little footnote The Mr. Pfizer came from a gentleman, I believe, named Mr. Aaron Rodgers. That's right. Who looks like he's been walking around pretty good considering the injury. And he was worked on or consulted by Arthrex, wasn't he? Uh,
1: I believe the materials they used in repairing his Achilles were... So they're high level. A product of Arthrex. That's correct.
0: So Arthrex could be producing drill bits already, drilling through bone, titanium, whatever the case may be. It's precision.
1: You know, I wonder if, wonder if they would have drill bits capable of easily drilling through rebar as well, because that's something else we would running With
0: after. all of our glass railings, we're going through concrete, we hit rebar, but there needs to be a minimum embedment, so we gotta get through that. So maybe there's somebody in product development at Arthrex who we deem to be not the gold standard, but whatever's higher than that in the medical manufacturing industry. And if there's overrun or ability to make just a slight change on drill bits, We have a forum to a lot of people in the glass industry, not just for ourselves, but the glass industry across the country to be able to distribute this product. So we would love to look at the potential collaboration with a company like Arthrex.
1: You talk about our our network of glass professionals, and one of the things that I think can apply to this Arthrex thing is... We've recently had someone within our network who brought us to realize that what we were throwing out in trash. Oh, good point, Mr. Patrick. Yeah, it could actually be turned into income as opposed to paying to throw out your trash.
0: It actually is. Yeah, that's a quick story. We're giving a tour to someone who's through our social media network. We've only met in person one other time at a national glass show happened to be in the area, gave him a tour of the factory. We get outside, the last part of the tour, we get outside and he sees these two huge 30-yard dumpsters full of broken glass, but it's virgin broken glass, meaning it came from where it was made, never touched the weather, was manufactured, and all the cutoff stuff went in the dumpster. So that glass is basically never seen daylight and now is being thrown away, and it's a lot of it. And they were able to quickly... Uh, identify this, ask how many times a week are we getting rid of this and offered to buy all this trash off of us, which was a massive swing. Cause at up until that point, we were paying thousands of dollars per month just to get rid of it. And right. so collaborating, uh, with other company, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. And we're hoping there's a little bit of trash over at Arthrex that could be fine tuned and made and marketed for us here at my architectural glass for us to sell to the glass professionals and and stone setters across the country.
1: Yeah. There could be a big market for that. And it's again, it's trash. You're
0: repurposing the trash. And then you got the marketing aspect of it. You know, now Arthrex currently when they're doing marketing, I'm sure they've got analytics to identify their target audience but by bringing in someone like us who is really not in the medical space but enjoys using products that are at the highest level that would be medical grade
1: by the way when we're when we're talking about this being trash we're not saying this is piece of shit that you don't want to use it's stuff that just may have the slightest little imperfection that can't go into the human body
0: yeah imagine you're drilling into someone's brain or it, you know re- extracting bone marrow these drill bits have to be I mean, within, I don't even know the measurement. I know it's, I know it's finite. Yeah. And if it doesn't meet that spec, it's considered trash within the industry, but it might be a thousand times better than what we're currently using, buying at Home Depot.
1: I'm sure it is.
0: So I would love to see what a potential collaboration looks like with Arthrex. Is there any other ones that come to your mind?
1: I'm trying to think of big manufacturers in our area. Uh, It doesn't seem that there's, there's a lot that would pertain to, something like that.
0: That's the one that sticks out that, to me that, the most. Yeah, that
1: really as soon as you said the medical thing that I mean that immediately you jump to something like that because they're they're obviously a hugely successful company who deals with precision.
0: And this podcast so so back to the marketing. Because they're they've identified their their market as surgeons, orthopedic surgeons, doctors, team doctors, by collaborating possibly with someone like ourselves, it's bringing attention that they probably wouldn't have had in the first place from a different industry, bringing attention to them. Now, again, they might not be customers now, but they could very well be customers in the near future.
1: Yeah. It's just like the the whole beginning of this with the, the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, there's so many aspects of it from this one little collaboration or whatever you want to call their, their situation. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but anytime you, you enter into a collaboration like that, there's so many things that can spawn off of that. Um, usually the final product is not something that was intended to begin with.
0: That's so true. I, I believe WD 40 was a perfect example of that. I think we'll have to look at that. I thought the WD-40, wasn't it like, I thought the number had something to do with how many tries they were doing with all the different ingredients and the the 40th one ended up being whatever the W and the D is and then it was the 40th try, something to that effect.
1: Like what are we doing 40? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's what it was, but I, I, I think it's something around there. But you're right. Uh, you, a plan is just a plan until, you know, like Mike Tyson says, so you get punched in the mouth. And sometimes you got to be nimble and pivot and change, but keep moving the ball forward. You never know what will come out of that. I love, maybe we should be looking to get somebody from Arthrex here on the podcast.
1: I think that's a great idea. Yeah. So, if any of you know anyone that could be helpful, please let us know. Yeah, Arthrex is, is a big comments.
0: company, but we're, we'd probably be targeting somebody in business development. I mean, if somebody wanted to ask Reinhold, If he wanted to come in on our podcast, we'd obviously love to have Mr. Reinhold. Do you see anything, anything else? Um, What's another big name? Hoffman. That's a name that is just taken over this area.
1: Yeah. Well, and recently just relinquished a lot of. Yeah.
0: So what is that saying? He's not feeling very strong at the real estate market or did he have a plan in place to acquire, develop equity and then unload?
1: Well, that that would be a question for Mr. Hoffman.
0: I mean, that's prime real estate down there to be unloading 27 properties down in Naples. Seems like either he's got information we don't know or he's tapping out or or-
1: Maybe they made him an offer he couldn't refuse.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Man, what a difference with these headphones. If anybody out there is thinking of getting into podcasting, I didn't think we would need and or want the headphones. But without them, you're relying on every connection, setting, and everything, where you talk, to be perfect. And by the time you can check it, it's already too late because the podcast is done. Then you take the chips, put it in the computer, and you're like, holy shit, that sounds like shit. Yep. But the headphones allows you to hear what you're saying. It reminds you to keep talking into the microphone. And if something goes wrong, you know, it's obvious. So definitely want to get the headphones. Yeah, that's... These sure headphones, the sure microphone is... You see a lot of the podcasters, it's high level. You can just tell by the the crispness of the sound.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sitting here and I feel like I'm just in a different place right now. I'm sure you do too. It kind of invites you into it, even though we're sitting right here.
0: Yeah, well, Voss talks about that, you know, saying something out loud is a lot more beneficial to you than actually just saying it in your head. And by doing this, it almost makes you hear what you're saying,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, versus just saying it because you say it and you can hear it at the same time. So it, it kind of has a neurological impact, I think.
1: It's probably why like when we're pissed off, we usually don't say fuck you in our head. We yell yeah, it. Yeah, we yell <laughs> it and
0: then you feel better. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget to subscribe to the Trade Talk podcast that's hosted on the Glass Guys channel on YouTube.
1: That's right. At Glass Guy.
0: At Glass Guy. All right. Stay tuned for the next episode.